Welcome to episode 13 of the regular wrestling review. Put the pitchforks away, people, and put the knives away. We've only been gone for a week, a much-needed break, because my friend Taylor Yates, the ECCW GM, and I have been very, very busy, but up to a lot of good stuff, because Taylor, I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but I just thought of it. ECCW just signed a really big name in the Mid-Atlantic. Yes, we did, and... I, I got to tell you, this is probably the most excited I have been for an ECCW signing. We have signed Jay Malachi as a member of the ECCW roster. I first saw this kid wrestle at my first ever wrestling gig. I was ring announcing, <laughs> and he was on the show. I was like, "This who is this kid? He who can't be guy? older than, what, 15? And he was 14 years old, and I saw him right then, and I knew I knew that he was, he, he, this, this kid has a, the, the brightest future of, of any prospect I have seen working in wrestling. Um, so I'm super excited for him oh, coming yeah. to ECCW. I mean, you and I have both kind of been on the Jay Malachi train since like, what, 2019 now? 2018, mm-hmm. 2019? Mm-hmm. This dude, I, ladies and gentlemen... I cannot stress to you enough how talented Jay Malachi is. And he's also a part of a hell of a tag team, too, the Wrestling mm-hmm. Prodigies. I, yes. I, can't, I can't leave Jackson Drake out. He's a hell of a guy, no, a hell of a talent. Not. But um, we have Jay no. Malachi, and hopefully we can get Jackson Drake over here, too, because when I saw that, man, I was so fucking excited. I had just gotten done um, calling the match he did at ALW with Trey Miguel, and holy shit, what a match that was. Go check that out if you haven't. But you know, um, I had an idea that maybe... Maybe. maybe we could uh, see if he's available one of these days and have him on this podcast. And maybe ah, we'll watch that match. Get a little Jay Malachi special going on. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. So, Jay, so, hey, uh, if you're listening, that's all I got to say. But Jay Malachi, <laughs> dude, that's that absolutely awesome signing. Anything else you want to say about it? No, just that I'm super excited. I know he's got big things coming for him. I mean, dude, we already got him, Lilith, Griff, uh, Lilith Grimm, um, Franco Varga, as we saw Raven Havoc and uh, Balaam Lynx as well, this roster is growing by the second, and you do not want hey, to miss hey, it. Sorry, hold on. I've got to say Damon Ace as well. If Damon he, Ace, if yes, sorry, name, Damon. I don't want you to come kill us, me. So, or, or come murder me in my sleep, so just want to make sure. Say Damon Ace. Also, big star. Um, <laughs> Damon Ace, please don't hurt me. Uh, yeah, please. But either way, dude, this roster is going to be fucking awesome. And if you guys aren't already on the ECCW train, you got to get on it. I think that's pretty much all we have to say about that, but we had a hell of a night on uh, Wednesday Wrestling, as always. Taylor and I have a little bit of a varying opinion about these shows, but we're also going to be watching Kaylee Ray defend the NXT UK Championship against Joshi Wrestling legend Miko Satomura, and that is going to be a hell of a match, Taylor. Yeah, I as soon as that match happened, I was like, you know what, we've, we've never done... A, a watch of a match like right after it yeah. happened and i was thinking you know this should just be this should be the first time we do that and i saw rave reviews of the match on twitter so i was like look let's have this be our match for tonight and this is this is the match it literally so, happened as we're taping it uh yesterday on march yes. 4th and it's our first women's match we're reviewing here on rwr as yes well. it is well, I can't really think of uh, many other matches, at least on name value, that could other headline this historic event here at ECCW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we had a hell of a night for women's wrestling on Wednesdays as well. We had the final finals of the AEW Women's Title Eliminator Tournament. Um, some developments with our girl Zia Lee 
which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, speaking of Zia Lee, speaking of NXT, let's get right into it. Yeah, kicking off a, a good a good NXT this week. Uh, maybe not up to scratch for some of the, the shows we've been expecting uh, recently. It's been, an, uh, it's been a god to your show as of late. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been... Look, you can't... You can only maintain a certain level uh, that, that, that they were at for so long. Dynamite so, had that in, in the fall, and now NXT had their turn. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. So, so we started off the night. Uh, unfortunately, MSK cannot face Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch for the NXT tag team titles. Wesley has a broken hand, so their title mm. shot will have to come at a later date. But Tommaso Ciampa is like, hey, me and Timmy Thatcher over here, we'll step right up. <laughs> Um, and Lorcan and Birch are like, hold on, you're not getting the title shot real quick, bucko. You're, you're going to have to you know, face us normally first. And so they do. Um, and right before the match starts, you can see Timothy Thatcher having a quick word with Marcel Barthel backstage. Mm. So, mm. And then you see some uh, that would come into play later as well as uh, obviously a very hard-hitting match, as you would expect between these two teams. Um, really, really good stuff. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, at the end, though, Imperium steps out on stage and distracts Timothy Thatcher for a brief second, as well as Tommaso Ciampa, and this allows Lorcan and Birch to pick up the victory uh, by pinning Tommaso Ciampa. And you have to wonder, you know, Timothy Thatcher has a history with Imperium on the independent circuit. I was about so, to ask that. Yeah, they, they, he was part of a ring comp. Um, with him in WXW and Evolve as well. Um, so you have to wonder, you know, is that something that's going to, to play in play in here? So yeah, I, I think Timothy Thatcher would fit in the group, certainly, um, but maybe a little rivalry coming up. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And, and Walter's uh, stuck in the UK, so. Yeah, but I think uh, he likes uh, it there. The, the way he, um, he tweeted out a picture of him uh, and Alexander Wolf and Timothy Thatcher, I believe. I think that was the, the trio. Um, yeah. So hinting at you know those old ties that they have together. Oh my God! Um, if this if this is what brings Walter over to NXT, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. That's one way. That's yeah. one way. Um, we have a segment with uh, Roderick Strong, who um, calls out Adam Cole. He's like he, he wants answers, and you know the way he did it. Here's the thing about Roderick Strong: is he's he's an incredible rec- uh, wrestler. Yes. Um, but everything else is, is lacking. I thought the um, same so thing, <laughs> dude. I'm not going to lie. He goes, Adam Cole, come on out here. Then he pauses for literally one second. He goes, right. all right, I see you're not coming out here. And it was like, you didn't even really give him that much time, man. So, uh, <laughs> pacing yeah, Roger, not, not the best, not the best on the mic. Uh, but Finn, Finn Balor comes out, uh, says that. You know, I'll, I'll get Adam out here. I'll get him out here by saying that next week I'll give you an NXT title shot. So Which next in hindsight, week, kind of looking at it, why? Why, Finn? <laughs> but hey, I'm, I'm here for I, it. I love it. I, I love it. I'm, I'm super excited for that. And he says, you know, Roderick, you're, you're nothing because you don't have that killer, you're that killer instinct. Um, and Roderick decides to show him that he does indeed have some killer instinct by attacking him and setting up their match later in the night, which we will get to. Um Next up, we had the first of these segments with The Way getting some therapy. Uh, I absolutely loved these, dude. Yeah, dude, these are so funny. Um, with Austin Theory trying to get over his Stockholm Syndrome for, for, uh, 
for Dexter Loomis. You might need therapy um, for a few other things, but yeah, I was going to say it was, <laughs> it was highly appropriate that Austin theory, Austin theory was in uh, therapy. So um, maybe he should go back permanently. But um, I did think it was sad. I really wanted it to be Dr. Shelby, um, oh, but it was dude. just this lady. She was great um, though. Who, who was definitely not an actor, but she did a really good job. But it, was, I liked it, was really it. it made it a little yeah, more yeah, real, yeah. you know? Yeah. It was really entertaining. And, uh, you know, sweet Johnny old lady freaks to out and, the way. Yeah, Johnny freaks out and she kicks him out and then she kicks Candace out and then she gets uh, Austin to finally uh, break down and then at the end Johnny comes back and realize, uh, reveals it was all set up along all along uh-huh. um, <laughs> just to try to get Austin theory to realize that Dexter Loomis was a kidnapper and a bad person and and um, and word on the street was Dexter was a bad mouthing Austin mm-hmm. ooh yeah all, yeah Dexter talk that's uh, which we have still not heard but maybe yeah, no. one day but yeah those were very funny. Um, next up, we had Ember Moon facing off against Aaliyah. Pretty, pretty skippable. Want yeah. to skip it? Decide not to. Don't need to talk about it. Uh, Ember Moon wins. Um, we'll say Aaliyah's gear, top notch. Aaliyah for being gear. an enhancement talent is is good. You know, I like I her. Mean, I like her for sure. where she is. But you know, th- as you said, if I didn't watch it live because I decided to watch NXT live, uh, yeah. If if I didn't watch it live, I wouldn't have. I would have skipped probably. Yeah, I wasn't paying too close attention to this yeah. one after. It, it went a bit... It didn't need a, a lot of time, but it, they gave it maybe a bit too much. Um, uh, next up, we had the women's tag team title match. The big match for this show. Oh, um, hell yeah. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And look, it was a very good match it was you know they built up the things that we wanted to see you know raquel versus naya was the you know we wanted to see those the two giants showdown and we wanted to mm-hmm. see you know shayna and dakota have such a long history together which i'm to glad they touched on they, and they, they touched on it a lot they, they brought back some old um old uh, sequences um and it was going really well until the finish yeah where we had adam pierce uh from first off um I think it was, what? yeah, it was, uh, Raquel kicks, um, Naya and, and the ref kicks Naya. Yeah. And the ref, she Naya sold that awesomely, the by the way, she had an awesome, awesomely isn't a word, but now it is. She had an awesome yeah. sell for that, mm-hmm. uh, kick to the ref, yeah. the arm behind the back, like in yeah. family guy, dude. I love it. Well, the ref is a former wrestler. So that's she, she knows how, um, and Raquel was actually the, had just been tagged in, so that's why she did this. And then uh, Dakota, meanwhile, is in the Carafuda clutch, and uh, the referee gets knocked down. And then Adam Pierce comes out; he's waving down a referee, and it's one of these raw referees, which I can't and really tell the difference. But and uh, he, he sees that Dakota is out, and he calls for the bell. Um, Hmm. It was like I, I I tweeted when this happened. I was like, "What in the name of Scott Armstrong was that?" <laughs> the fast count from a few years ago, or just him being the authority ref who would do yeah. whatever they said. Yeah, and I just don't know why we needed that. I could just do the match. What um, in the name of Nick Patrick's WCW yeah. bullshit is that? Yeah, what in the name of two Earl Hebners is this? Um, <laughs> we can go on and on. Yeah, um, yeah. It just it really tarnished the match for me and. It's unfortunate they decided to go that route because it was it was so great the the match was and yeah I just I don't I don't get it yeah um, I guess my issue with this, you go ahead Taylor sorry 
And yeah, next week we're going to get a uh, monumental landscape-changing announcement from William oh, Regal, he oh. says, after this match. Um, and people have speculated, and I believe it's almost confirmed that uh, we are going to get NXT Women's Tag Team titles. So we're going to oh. separate those titles from main roster to NXT. So I was going to say either that or it's getting defended at Mania, but... I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, well, here's the thing is they also announced that Nia and Shayna are facing Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks at Fastlane for Again? the titles, which is just a stupid... Man, the whole Bianca and Sasha booking right now is, is terrible with Reginald involved and the I, going after why? The It's really stupid. Uh, I didn't watch SmackDown tonight, so I don't know how yeah, bad they, it got. They did more but... with Reginald, of course. And Great. It just, it's so... It's not good. Uh, anyways... Uh. Um, what were you going to say about this? I was going to say pretty much the same thing that like, I don't really know why they did this other than either a, what you said. Cause I had no idea, but, um, or B extending this, but cause like, I, I, I don't know how you follow up on it. If there's not going to be more and it was a great match, as you said, I really enjoyed it up until the finish. And mm-hmm. number one, it confused me cause you can't tell the NXT and WWE refs apart. It's not like, back in 06 when the SmackDown refs had like blue shirts and shit, you know? Yeah. And number yeah. two, why is Adam Pierce on here, man? I love, I love scrap daddy as much as the next guy, but why? Yeah. Um, it, it ruined it for me. Not ruined, yeah. but you know, it, it tainted it for me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you, if, if you say, okay, they're going to introduce women's tag team titles and they're going to give them, he's going to give them straight to uh, Dakota and Raquel. Uh, because they won the Dusty Cup. Well, why didn't you just do that initially? Why didn't they and just, then, if, yeah. you, if you do say, here, we're going to have this, and you're going to be the first challenger against this team. It's like, well, they just want... There's there's no right way they can do it now. Yeah. If, if that is the route they go. So, I agree. Um, it it kind of just messed this one up for, for no reason here. And, um, yeah, I, I don't really know... I don't really know how they can turn this around positively. You fumbled um, the bag, Paul Levesque. Yeah. You fumbled yeah, the will, bag. We will, we will see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next up, uh, we have Kevin Grimes. Oh, yeah, to baby, to the moon. moon. With, his, with his new entrance theme, which I need on Spotify immediately. It is I so thought funny. it was it's a so new amazing. theme because that shit slapped, dude. Did you not see the music video a couple weeks ago? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. You got to go find it. It's okay. so funny. It's so funny. Our boy, uh, our CWF Mid-Atlantic boy, Cameron Grimes, doing big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love to um, see he, it. He is just so funny. Also, uh, before this, um, you had a, a, uh, a promo from L.A. Knight, uh, oh, the new yeah. signing, formerly Eli Drake. And I, I can't figure out, like, is this character supposed to be serious? Like, it's a, it's, it has to be a parody, right? Because they keep saying he's the hottest free agent. It's like... He's not. He I feel like it's so. A, I feel like it's just a part of the gimmick. Then, but like it's, but I think it's like a complete parody. I think it's supposed <laughs> to be that way because it doesn't make sense if they're trying to portray him seriously as like this this huge signing. Well, if he comes he out, he's he loses, the shit, like, then we'll know. But that being said, like you would think if he if it was a parody, that the announcers would all would like be up on it and be like, yeah, he thinks he's the shit, but he's not. But no, they keep saying like he's a huge free. I that know, or they're just I pushing Eli Drake. Oh, sorry, LA I mean, Knight. I think it's like, why are we doing that with him? It's like, yeah. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a joke to me. But the, um, the thing about him is, I liked his promo, but I've heard it a million times from everyone who's come to yeah, NXT. Yeah, Bobby Roode yeah. cut the same promo. I'm sure. Uh, they're pretty much the same. Samoa Joe cut the same promo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Anyways, we get to this match, uh, Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes. And Grimes has the money in the ring. He's trying to pay off Bronson Reed to to not have the match. Um, Eventually, though, he is able to pick up the win thanks to a distraction from LA Knight. He pushes uh, Bronson Reed off the top rope while he is going for the tsunami. I think that's what it's called. uh, Top rope splash. Um, So I guess we're going to get LA Knight versus uh, Bronson Reed in his first match. Give Um, me that. So, but yeah, Cameron Grimes, absolutely hilarious. Just amazing. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned the landscape changing announcements. Um, so then we had two of those came, this week also. Yes. And the, yeah, we'll see. We'll get to the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then we have our, our main event, uh, Finn Balor versus Roderick strong with no undisputed era theme. His official, the Undisputed Era, is dead and buried. So, generic-ass Roderick Strong is back to his generic-ass theme, generic-ass Tron, and generic-ass gear. Yeah. Um, so You hate to see it. To, yeah, you know, I think it's... I don't think... As good of a wrestler that Strong is, he doesn't have the other things you need to be, like, a main event player. He, I, yeah, I feel and, like he needs a crutch. He needs something. He yeah. needs something. The, 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 he's, he was so successful in Undisputed Era because he could play off the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And when he's on his own, he's, he, needs, he needs something else because he's Agreed. not a good actor. No. And, um, but he's a fantastic wrestler, which is, it's a shame. And this match showed um, it because, holy shit, yes, I looked at this before this I watched it. I was like, dude, Roderick Strong and Finn Balor could main event, like, you know, probably a takeover. Maybe yeah, not for could. the title, but you know, this is a main event match, and boy, did it feel like it! Yeah, absolutely. And and they definitely delivered. It was hard hitting. Um, I feel like I say that every single week, but I think there's just been a lot of hard hitting wrestling lately. Hell yeah! Um, a very like seems like the the NXT main event scene right now is very uh violent. It's they, like they convinced and, Uncle Paul to let other. him hit each other for shootsies. Come yeah. on, Taylor. Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know no either. I'm just speculating. They said no thigh slapping anymore, reportedly. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you heard that today. That Randy is, Orton went and hit his way down to the performance center. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. That's another um, thing we'll talk to in between uh, Dynamite and the, ma- and the match. Remind me to talk about Randy Orton's Twitter this week. Yeah, his Twitter was amazing. I'll pull that uh, up later. I, Anyways, back to the match. Sorry, Taylor. Yeah, the match was, the match was very good. Uh, obviously... Ballard does pick up the win over Roderick Strong. And at the end, uh, coming out to the stage, Adam Cole with a stare down with Finn Ballard to lead us in to their match next week on what is basically a takeover edition of NXT. They do, yeah. they do these, they throw these like in between every takeover, and this is going to be one of them. So I'm um, super excited. We'll definitely be watching NXT live next week. Oh, yeah. Dude, this was a great show. I mean, it was a good NXT. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't uh, up to par with like the last few weeks because I feel like the last mm-hmm. few weeks of NXT storytelling-wise have absolutely blown AEW out of the water. Well, I mean, well, that kind of that's. Uh, I would say that for the last few months, I would say that for pretty much all of NXT since, history. Since winter is coming, for, uh, I'd say is when AEW yeah. had its little decline. After that, and like New Year's Bash or whatever they fucking called it, um, I don't even know, dude. But um, NXT's been on a roll as of late, and you know this this was a little bit of pumping the brakes, but obviously they're setting up for something much much bigger. Anything, yeah. anything yeah. else you got? This build for WrestleMania is especially with this. 
Cole, um, Strong, uh, Balor, and O'Reilly is going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. Do we think Adam um, so, Cole wins the NXT title for a second time? I I think next week um, Kyle O'Reilly costs him match okay. so that they can build to their match. Oh, oh, oh this that, is another, that's what I piece had down news. to. I wanted to know I, what you thought. And was, we, um, we have confirmed, I believe, that um, NXT TakeOver for WrestleMania is going to be two nights. It is going woo. to be Wednesday night. And Thursday night. Oh. So the booking, which I had uh, previously, uh, the idea I had, I think I, I probably did share it, but uh, just to, to refresh, check my out Twitter if you missed was, yeah, my idea of um, Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly on night one, while uh, Finn faces carrying uh, Cross on for the title on night one. Um, and then the winner of Cole and O'Reilly faces Balor on night two. So that is that is still active. Um, and you don't I, think it gets defended on Mania? No, I think they officially that was a rumor said they're in not doing it. Yeah, I know it was a rumor, but I think they have confirmed that that is not happening. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I, I'm here for uh, it, dude. Yeah. Give so, me a- yeah, on to AEW. AEW Dynamite. And we started off with what I think should have closed the show out. Uh, and I would have kept everything the same, honestly, because uh, I, I know you had some mixed feelings on this, Taylor, but I'm a mark just for anything. <laughs> so Dynamite had uh, Shaq and Jade Cargill, who's making her in-ring debut, facing off against Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Uh, I've been talking about the buildup for this uh, has been kind of on and off and, you know, Brandy's pregnancy kind of threw things in a loop. But Jade absolutely made Shaq look like a little bitch when she stood next to him, dude. I I was like, holy shit, this chick is massive. And then there's Shaq in the back like, hey, I'm here too. (laughs) But on to the match. Uh, I also thought Cody's Snoop remix is really out of place. Yeah, all it say. needs to go away now. It was fine for like two weeks and, and then it can go now. Yeah. So Shaq's out here looking fucking high as hell. Definitely smoking with John Silver in the back. But he's also out here <laughs> doing back body drops, open palm slaps. And I was like, what the fuck? And he also, it's a Brody power bomb with the, with the little taunt uh, before. I really like that. Um, and then we get towards the end of the match. Cody cross bodies Shaq outside into two tables and those tables look like toothpicks yeah basically with how big Shaq is so Shaq's done he's out of the match and Jade Cargill and Red Velvet are back in Jade hits a move and wins picks up the win for her and Shaq and Shaq is being taken away in an ambulance but Tony Schiavone puts on his journalism hat and goes I gotta get a word from this guy even if he's about to die um but when Tony goes to interview Shaq and he opens up the ambulance door nobody is there ooh uh, he's not uh, the Undertaker, so I didn't get this finish. But uh, I was mildly sports entertained. Um, have you ever heard of the movie Kazam? Oh yeah, he's a genie. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's a genie. Yes. I am so here for Shaq being a mythical character in the AEW wrestling universe who can disappear. I- I'm so here for that. I'm so for here for how ridiculous that is. Can he be I'm- AEW's version of the Fiend? <laughs> uh, please please i yeah, need like i need it expeditiously i decided just give it to me this match it was such a hoot i i like look i i sh- i shat on this match and this idea for weeks 
and we both well, did. maybe not shat on. I was just I was just doubtful. We I both was were just a like, this isn't gonna go too well. And my expectations were underground, yeah. and it it was so much fun. I think um, first off, I cannot believe that Shaq agreed to do that table bump. That is an yeah, insane dude. bump for someone his size to take. Like and, not his, head on his, the his age, his his you know experience with you know I'm sure he's been injured so many times. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just unbelievable. And and he was he was like decent in the match. Like he he got all his spots right. He even you know fell off the apron, didn't tear his ACL. Uh, he dragged the guns out of the audience. Like he, he hit every mark. He did. He did really, really well. We've been waiting um, to see Shaq back in a ring for what five years now, almost twenty sixteen was I, the last time. I don't even know. Oh yeah, because he was in the uh, he was, in the he was designer. He was, he was Panda for his entrance at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, Mania um, thirty two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking hell! I remember watching that in my dorm, and I think I had a couple friends who were like in the room with me, and they were like. The fuck is happening right what is now? Shaq <laughs> Why is Shaq on this wrestling show? Because um, they didn't watch wrestling, yeah. so it was funny for them. Um, then with Jade, I, I, the only issue I had with her was that she was she was clearly, I mean, still green. Uh, she taunted after every single move, like it yeah. was fucking SmackDown versus Raw. And you're trying to build up your finisher bar by doing a bunch of taunts. <laughs> She's um, playing it like a video game. That's a gimmick yeah. I'm here for. Yeah. But I, I do think that, you know, when it came to actually you know, doing the moves to selling, which is really the most important parts of wrestling, and she definitely has the charisma, she just has to figure out how to use it correctly. I think we're looking at a big time player here, someone who is going to be a, a major force in the AEW women's division for, for years. Oh, to come. dude, we've been saying that for um, weeks too, and I will reiterate it every fucking week on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I was I was super impressed. I you know we had our doubts because with this being her first match, but she, I mean, she did really well. So I'm excited against to see her. Against, she could um, be a rookie of the year in 2021. Mm-hmm. In the future, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely a candidate for that. If yeah, they man. use her correctly, if they use her correctly, big if. Yeah, absolutely. And now we go to Pac and Phoenix versus some jabronis. I didn't even catch their names. John Skyler uh, and B3, I think. John Skyler. Shout out. I, I had to shout look out. it up. John just now. Really oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out John Skyler. I, I think I saw him a couple times in CWF, and uh, I know he's wrestled elsewhere throughout North Carolina. So, big Sorry for him. calling him a jabroni, then. We could get him on the line for a couple of ECCW shows. I don't know what his, uh, I don't know what his uh, paycheck's like now that he's uh, in the big time, but we'll, we'll see what he can do. Yeah. And, uh, I'll make a call. This match only lasted a minute, so I don't really have much to talk about it. Kind of reestablishing. Uh, I, I got a triangle. huge argument on, on Twitter about uh, squash, ma- squash I matches. I saw that. I won't get into that here um, just you know, for time. But I'll uh, give you my take, though. Sorry, Taylor. I agree with the replies. They're, they're okay, necessary well, sometimes. Okay, well, but uh, we'll leave right. it at that. That's, we'll, we'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> so then we go to an, another fucking inner circle press conference, and my first note was, I thought we were done with these. <laughs> um, but this one was fine. Uh, they said they're gonna beat the Bucks like they did their dad, and Conrad Thompson shows up because I guess you have quote unquote wrestling media here, and he asked what the deal with Sammy MJF is, and uh, the only note I had here for any of the speakers was just MJF calls Conrad turkey tits and tells him to piss off. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, later on, after having like uh, Robbie Fox from Barstool Sports, they had a couple other people on there. Um, but uh, MJF shits on the people who shop at Target and Baby Gap, and then a faint Target chat breaks out. 
And then Eric Bischoff is here and basically asks the dad, uh, asks what they think about the Bucks' chance of like getting vengeance on what they did for their dad. And obviously that pisses off um, Jericho, who we know has a long history with Bischoff. And eventually they say something about, they literally say the words, the young Bucks, and then, oh, the music plays. Oh, we love that in wrestling, right, guys? Um, Sorry, I'm so cynical. but basically, this is where the promo got a little interesting because Nick and, Matt, Nick and uh, Mac Jackson rip into Jericho and MJF, say without AEW, MJF would be living with his mommy and his daddy off their money, and Jericho would be, quote, tugging the curtain at the performance center. So nice, nice, nice. I was doing uh, the thumb down, Jeff. Uh, you didn't like uh, that one? Well, it's just another stupid point yeah. in the shot at WWE. Yeah. But, but anyth- anything diminishing an old Chris Jericho is funny. <laughs> True. <laughs> so afterwards, uh, as we all expect, and this is the first of two, a huge brawl breaks out and the Bucks hit some super kicks and basically Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson come out to even the odds. When this segment ends with the Bucks putting Santana Santana and Ortiz through Santina. two. Santina. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to relive any trauma there. Insensitive. <laughs> they put proud and powerful through tab- tables and this reminded me of like a Hardy spot or like, you know, a little 2000s tag team spot. So I liked it. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, like, this story is kind of picked up a little bit in the past couple of weeks. Like, I actually kind of care about it. Oh, and yeah. The, 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 there was no heat for this whatsoever. Like a month so the, ago. The, I actually loved the attack on uh, Papa Buck last as week. As cheesy as that it was, was I fucking loved it too. I wouldn't even say it was cheesy. I think that was absolutely catch up on his face, for, though. for the heat. Um, that this this rivalry needed. There was I had no care about this match before that. And when now, in doubt, like, make it personal. This, yeah, this this press conference was like decent, and the 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 um, the spot with the, the promo with the Bucks going back and forth was was good. You could feel that the, the heat is actually here in this one, and also that the the camera angle. This is a, a very a, a positive production note for AEW. I always get on there for their production mistakes. Yes, you but, do. Um, and they almost make another one later in the show, and it's really funny. I'll bring it up later. Yes, but, um, uh, the camera angle—you can see both of them going through the tables at the exact same time. It was—it was pretty really, fucking really sick, cool. dude. <laughs> it was really cool. It was awesome. That's why I said um, it reminded me of like an Attitude Era tag team spot. Yeah, you know? Yeah, it did. And like, oh my yeah. god! Oh, yeah, it was like awesome. The Hardys going through the tables on the outside. At the yes, same time. that is that, exactly that what I yeah. was thinking of. Thank yeah. you for saying that. But yeah, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this title match of Revolution. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Next up, yeah. we had my man, Tully Blanchard, the base mm-hmm. god himself, an FTR <laughs> against the Jurassic Express. And Tully and the boys come out dripped in NWA gold, cosplaying like it's Halloween. But I thought it was really fucking sick because that goes with the FTR's brand, you know, and seeing them with the NWA tag titles was pretty cool. And uh, basically, yeah. this match rocked. Tully, a- yes, Tully actually got in and took a couple bumps. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, in the end... Oh, also, FTR and Tully were accompanied by J.J. Dillon, who, if you know, and if you um, have watched any Jim Crockett or WCW, used to be a big figure there with the Horsemen. And I don't have to tell anyone above 30 that. They're probably like, oh, this kid's so young. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the end, 
FTR and Tully Blanchard end up getting the win. And Arn Anderson afterwards comes out and flashes the four fingers to Blanchard and uh, J.J. Dillon. JJ. And afterwards, there's a man who was dressed as a camera operator who helped uh, FTR take control during the match. Turns out it's Sean Spears. Ugh. Massive sigh. Um, like you said, really, really fun match. It Great was match. Not expecting Tully to like go, but he did. Um, I said it what a month ago. He's either gonna collapse in the ring or just be like, woo, 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 were, like his like his friend. Times, there were a couple times I was like, oh, be careful there, old man. Careful, Tully. Uh, but he, but he he did a good job. Um, you can see like he's he still has like this wrestling IQ about him, like. Like even just his random motions on like when he was on the apron, like was yeah. so classic and, and smart and good. That's awesome, um, dude. I was I, so I, happy to see Tully Blanchard wrestling again. Yeah. I, you know, we all, I think everyone gets in there, gets their panties in a knot because of old people wrestling. But like, look, I don't give a shit. Just have fun, man. You and me um, are probably the two most reasonable people. I'd think about yeah, old tolerance. people wrestling. Yeah. yeah. If they're um, good, let them fucking wrestle. My only gripe would be that he should not have pinned Luchasaurus. Like, no. just pin. You have two small guys. Like, just pin stunt. Like, yeah. really, like, just. I don't know. I don't like him pinning the biggest man in the Luchasaurus match. Luchasaurus is too good to be taking the pin. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then fucking Sean Spears. Fuck Sean Spears. All my homies hate Sean like Spears. We're have a little. Looks like we're gonna have a little like, like four horsemen revive like with Tully's uh, clients FTR and Sean Spears. So. Whatever, but hey, match is good. So, yep. I forgot up. at what point uh, Paul White was on the show, but I'm going to get right, to it. Was it was right after this. It was right after this. Yeah, because I, I stopped taking notes during Dynamite. I was just kind of watching and observing, <laughs> but because um, I wanted it to be, be a little more organic, people. I don't want to be reading off my sheets <laughs> every week. But um, Paul White is announced and introduced by Tony Schiavone, and basically, Paul White. Uh, said evolution instead of revolution and people were like Batista to AEW confirmed which Dave <laughs> shot down himself yeah, um, yeah. basically says there's gonna be a big surprise at revolution a big signing and uh, people are already up in arms about who it's gonna be I've heard Christian oh, of, course, discourse, of course of course punk and fucking this. oh my I, I don't care just oh, that that's my amazing. thing about this and I hope I hope most wrestling fans come around to this the more you speculate, the more it's going to ruin who it actually is. If you go in there well, with low the expectations. Here's the thing is usually I would agree that like when we over speculate, it just kills the whole moment. But here's the thing is that AEW and specifically Tony Khan. Oh, the, have, oh, the hall of famer thing. You fueled, have fueled this speculation. So because they're they, there's, they cannot possibly deliver. They, they can't, they cannot deliver on this announcement. The people who would could possibly make this worth uh, what they're talking about will never show up. It can't be the people. It cannot be Cena. It cannot be Brock. How the fuck like, they think Cena or Brock is ever leaving WWE? Okay. I mean, well, technically, I mean Brock isn't signed right now. I mean, so, is Tony going mean, to pay him what Vince pays him? I mean, probably. I mean, if he wanted to, he would. But I, like, you'd have look, to cut a bunch of people. Those, I don't think those are those are going to happen. Um, and I heard so Monty Brown. With, I mean, here's the thing: if it's Monty, if it's Mick Foley, who I think is the best guest so far, yeah, if I heard it's that one. Rob Van Dam, if it's Christian, like none of these live up to what they are, you know, advertising it, it to be. 
and it can only be a disappointment. So it's a shame that they've decided to go this route. Um, but look, it's going to be it, look. It's going to be very funny when when it's unveiled. Just the reaction to whoever it is is going to be amazing and twitter will definitely be a just firestorm i was so gonna say good to know that. good but to know we'll be laughing no matter I what i will get my jokes off no matter what uh, uh, who knows if i'm feeling feisty enough to step into the lion's den of wrestling twitter that night maybe i will <laughs> i'll be Do right it. there with you in the battlefield taylor don't worry um but up next we had a great match here with a a little bit of a head scratching decision but i'm here for it nyla rose and ryu mizunami Facing off. Oh, you thought this was a head scratcher? Not a head scratcher, but like. Interesting. Okay, talk and talk. You talk. No, talk, just just you one. But like Mizunami, I get, I get it, and like I'm excited. No matter what, it was also kind of weird that Britt lost to Nyla last week, because I thought Britt was gonna win the whole thing. So very interesting decision here. This match determined who would face Thunder Rosa. At Revolution. No, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Why the fuck does my note say Wrong. Thunder Rosa? Thank you, Wrong. Taylor. <laughs> so this is going to be who faces Shida. And turns out Ryu Mizunami, after a really good match, really good match. I really like the uh, matchup here stylistically as well. She wins with a diving leg drop after a spear. And Hikaru Shida comes down to present her with like a trophy, and this was kind of badass. <laughs> I, I, I really fucked with this. I really fucked with this, and a lot of people are gonna think it's dumb who don't watch wrestling. But if you watch wrestling, it fucking rules. So like, um, Mizunami actually faces the trophy towards the hard cam, which is funny, and the labels oh, out. And nice. then like, Hikaru Shida offers a handshake, and Mizunami just goes and clocks her with the forearm. <laughs> And then Sheeta's like, bet, I'm a clock you right back. And they trade forearms for a few moments. And none of them, neither of them are really reeling. They're just kind of like, oh, hell yeah. This is what it's going to be Sunday. So that's what sold me on the match. And yeah, I, I just like, I like the unpredictability of this tournament. And like the quality of wrestling has been really, really good. So in the end, me and my head scratching comments about like, oh, Nyla or Britt were going to be my picks. We're completely negated by the outcome of the tournament, thankfully. But that's why it was a little like, I don't know, head scratching to me, Taylor. Uh, I, I think that this is a fresh matchup in a good um, way. I, yeah, I think like I, I've obviously the chemistry between. I think the chemistry between two Japanese wrestlers will be better, um, mm. and in this instance, especially because I'm pretty sure they have a lot of experience together. Um, so I can, I'm expecting it to be a very, very good match. Um, also the end with them just throwing elbows at each other was hilarious yeah. and amazing. Like that is, that is just, that is Japanese wrestling, like strong style in a, in a nutshell right and there. Mizunami's um, funny as well. She's got that yeah, comedy element she's got to her. A lot of charisma. Yes. Um, yes. And also I, I like her winning because we've seen Nyla versus Sheeta multiple times. That's now, why I'm not too butthurt about it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for something, for something new. Um, Plus, I mean, look, we know we still know that Nyla's a monster. She's she's gonna have her her time. I'm happy she's back uh, and doing shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I had something else. Oh, they almost uh, threw the commercial before the uh, the uh, like elbows segment. And I heard about that. I thought it was it was it was just like come on, guys. Me, they like is that the production like, choice like, you were talking about? Yeah, like the um, like the like the logos went off the screen. Like it was that close, and then they. I think if they hadn't done it when they did, they would have just cut it. But it was, uh, 
it was it was funny. It was another example. Like, come on, guys, know your own show. Know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a little yeah, confusing. But either way, I, that's it's going to be a good match Sunday, and I'm excited. Hey, hey, Andrew, you're 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 never going to guess what the next segment was. What you're was never going to guess. Was it a Sting interview? No, no. Wait, how did you know? How did I know? Because we've had 30 of them, Taylor. Wow. I texted you, you dude. <laughs> I texted you in the middle of this segment. I swear to God, we have seen this five times at least. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't really get anything out of it either. You got Ricky Starks taking Sting's offense. Cool, you did the thing. death lock. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. He fell over at the end. Yeah, he was, always I, does I, that, though. He, he used to do that like, in TNA all the time. <laughs> I was like, someone needs to come out here and attack him because he cannot hold this squad for as long as he is. He, <laughs> he just ended up sitting longer. on Ricky Starks by like the end of it. He's 61 years old. He's not got more than 10 seconds in that squad. And then you hear, ah, fell. And then Darby yeah. comes out, makes the save. Yeah. Yay, this is the match that has had the most repetitive build, and it sucks because this was one of the matches before Revolution I would have been excited for. Mm-hmm. Now the doubts now grow more and more happen. in my mind, Taylor. So that we can watch Sting get interviewed and talk about different people. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping for this match to be good. Hook almost got the Katahajame in. <laughs> and I was about to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I am waiting for the day. Either okay. way, moving on. Preston Vance and Max Caster faced off in a really random matchup in terms Ooh. of... In terms of who's going to be in the ladder match, like, okay. Um, but this did end up, quote-unquote, advancing a story uh, between good guys and bad guys. Anyways, but um, Jack Evans under appeared, uh, appeared from under the ring at the end of this match and hit Preston Vance with the boom box that uh, Matt Caster brought, Max Caster brought down to the ring. And Caster got the pin in the win. So I got a Dark Order and Hangman against Matt Hardy and his squad. Oh, and also, a little funny thing, Jack Evans' check was written for $4,200. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know. I guess 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 $420 was, like, too little. Yeah, I it didn't click for the reason it being forty two hundred, but now now that you say something, I can (laughs) definitely understand. It's Jack Um, Evans, man, two and two, you know? Us stoners know each other alike. <laughs> I fucking hate Max Caster so much. Oh, the dude! dude is oh so, my god, dude! This okay? So this the, the line he crossed this time was making fun of someone who almost just mm. got murdered. Mm-hmm. So um, like just go like why do they why do they give him a line? It's dude. so dumb. He's he's fucking spit himself. He's just no filter. Uh, he he doesn't understand, and, and they gotta they gotta stop because and it's ridiculous. I was watching dynamite first time uh all my roommates have watched dynamite with me so i'm this is becoming a wrestling household here in nashville <laughs> very very slowly which is nice um but i they were watching dynamite with me and the lady gaga bar was said and my drummer drew just goes "Ooh!" so that's all you need to know about max yeah. caster and he said yeah. thank god he's a heel because he sucks <laughs> Yeah, he's. Oh, yeah, I hate him. I, I don't, Sandy, you claim that's a dark. The, Let's go. He's not even the best in his tag team. Why was his partner's name? I feel so bad. Bowens. Oh, uh, he's likable too. But like, uh, anyways, move on. Get, get rid of it. On to the main event that should have opened the show: John Silver and Hangman, Hangman Adam Page against Matt Hardy and Mark <laughs> Quinn. So obviously, I'm always happy to see Johnny Hungy tear it up in the ring. 
Uh, and uh, is it? I guess a, there's a casino battle royale for tag teams on Sunday. Tag teams. Yes, so that'll be cool, I guess. Um, yes. Either way, and in the end, Hangman finishes Quen, Quen off with a buckshot lariat, and Hardy attacks him after the bell with a mic, and basically says, like, I hate you, Adam Page. I hate you. I hate you. Sunday, I'm going to take all your money. I hate you. And then the Dark Order come out, and there's a big pull-apart brawl for the second time in this show because AEW doesn't know how to not book two segments in one fucking show. Okay, sorry, Taylor. I had to get that out. Uh, they're not listening to us. No. They're not listening to us. They clearly they? don't listen to the podcast. Every it's week I think they do. They're about to put... Hook's about to put the Kata Hajime in, dude. Like, they're, they're, they're teasing here. And then just... Oh, dude, it's like... I get why you want to have Shaq on first because you want the eyeballs to come in right at uh, eight o'clock on TNT. I get that, but you can add something with Kenny and Moxley who weren't even on the fucking yes. show. Yeah, that was that was, was the most my... head scratching thing to me. Yeah, this whole the booking of this show. What I said was the show was upside down. Yes, it should have gone if it had gone in literally the exact reverse order. It would have been a like amazing show it would have been one of the best dynamites in a long time like it would have been perfect dude if it would have and ended with Shaq vanishing <laughs> like if it ended with pretty much yeah it, like Come here's on. the thing is like you know, this is a go home show to one of your what five pay-per-views that you have a year yes five and you close it with a tag by, team match by, by, with with the big money match and like the tag team casino battle royale, that's your main event. Yeah. Is you're promoting a the Matt Hardy versus Adam Page, and then the tag team casino battle royale, not your exploding, exploding, exploding death match. Bro. We're both clipping the mic for this reason. Yeah. Like Dude, what? What is the what? Why? What are we doing here? You could add Moxley come out and cut the promo he cut last week. Dude, he should have fucking done that. But you want the sound bite. Back. Come out with a barbed wire bat and beat the shit out of him, make him bleed. That's your go home, and you have him being like, oh, "Someday it's gonna be even worse." And like that's that's how you end the show. Or even Kenny, like, like, "I'm gonna kill easy. you, Moxley. I'm gonna fucking kill yeah. you." Something like that. that set off a freaking explosion. Yeah. To prepare for it. Like it's ins- like it's just it's so easy. And instead, we did that. The build was really good too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and you're not gonna build your main event program on your yeah. show. Yeah, I'm shouting, is, but I'm um, shouting for a reason here. Yeah, it was it was super questionable. It was a super good dynamite, and I liked it. But AW, yeah. get your shit together, man. This is like three out of the last five weeks. I've had I've been airing grievances. We've been airing grievances. Yeah. But um, revolution either way. All all <laughs> infuriating rage aside about their booking, revolution looks like a good show. Yeah, it does, and I've I've definitely set aside time for for that. That is that is a priority for me on Sunday night. So, oh yeah, um, cool. Very excited for it. Despite the uh, here's the thing is that like uh, you know typically their their dynamites don't always deliver, and there's always something to to have a gripe about. But like their pay per views are most of the time very solid. So yes, um, despite the questionable ways of getting there. Uh, they do always get there. I mean, so, full gear was was kind of the same way where we didn't have a bunch of huge buildup, 
but it was a phenomenal show. Yeah. So I'm so hoping we'll be here next week reviewing Revolution. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll skip at. We'll see if Dynamite's even worth reviewing afterwards. I might just get Damn some cool. Revolution notes together. Honestly, you did it for Takeover, and I actually really like. Yeah. It. So damn, like we're gonna be this next week's a big, big, big show for reviews. We got the uh, NXT basically a takeover, yeah, on Wednesday night, and uh, we got Revolution, yeah. So, so we had a good week in wrestling, even if you know Dynamite has its booking issues and NXT's kind of plateauing a little bit, and it's had a very high plateau, which is nice. But in other wrestling news, I know we try to keep it to Wednesdays. Real briefly, though. Randy Orton and Twit and uh, Soldier Boy got into it on Twitter. Twitter this week, an incredibly 2007 sentence. But go Hol- on. holy fuck, dude! It was funny as hell. Uh, Soldier Boy basically tweets uh, Monday night, <laughs> "Rap game faker than the WWE," and then Randy Orton happens to see his good friend T Bar, good friend of the podcast as well, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> Uh, crapping on Soldier Boy, and basically, Randy Orton says, "Dare this prick to step up, fake? He don't like movies. Consider us actors that do stunts without pads, two hundred days a year, and don't bitch when we get surgically repaired and come right back." And then he wrote, "Consider us a hundred times tougher than anyone you ever come across." So they basically went back and forth, and Soldier Boy kind of, kind of a. Uh, said uh hey let's fight randy do you know who the fuck i am don't play with me randy orton like how he said for drake and uh yeah. randy basically ends it out with <laughs> you spitting facts seems like all you spitting is the same mess you rap about nut clear your throat my dog <laughs> and be there enough talk back it up and i love randy orton drunk after raw on twitter <laughs> I was going to say that's what we have discovered a pattern that after <laughs> after all he goes home he drinks like a fucking sailor and gets on Twitter to just ruin people. Seems like and he loves the fiend stuff he's doing too though. So yeah, I don't think it's depression it drinking. Twitter tradition um like no other and I hope it continues I, forever. I hope we get to cover many more Randy Orton tweets on this on this I podcast. Hope so. But Taylor, now we make our way to our main attraction. The reason we're all here today. The NXT UK episode of March 4th, 2021. Fire up your WWE networks and skip to the time frame 46 minutes and 14 seconds cuz we are watching the first women's match in RWR history and one of the premier matches featuring both a present star in the WWE and in the UK and an absolute legend as we said Kaylee Ray takes on Miko Satomura Taylor are you as excited as I am to watch this I, I am very excited to watch this so I, I guess we don't have to do any more talking let's just get right yeah, was, into so, it so ladies and gentlemen you know what we're gonna do on the count of three on three we are going to hit play and enjoy this match together. So, Taylor, I only got one more question for you. It's been a little bit. I'm a little rusty. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's hit it in one, two, three. This is our second NXT UK match as well. Yeah. Both of them coming during I, uh, the pandemic. 
Yeah, I've got a few more that are on my list that I need to check out. Uh, I need to see what Ben Carter's been up to. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a match with A-Kid and Vulture that I need to watch. A-Kid's like so, a big deal over there, isn't he? He, he is. He is. Um, and there was a, a... I don't I mean, I didn't really watch any uh, WXW. Um, but if people did, there was a guy named Lucky Kid who was pretty big uh, there as well. And he is debuting next week as uh, Teoman. He's a Turkish. Um, so that'll be good for people who like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch NXT UK. This is a rare exception, but people, people speak highly of it. So maybe I should. I mean, if this match is any indicator based on just paper alone, yeah. it's only an hour. So it's definitely digestible. Taylor, you are a Japanese graps fan. What can you tell us about Miko Satomura? Absolutely nothing. Oh, great. <laughs> I, I do not. Unfortunately, I do not watch Josie. Uh, not for any reason. Um, just haven't. Not, not that I don't want to or anything. I just I don't really have the time. And I've, oh, she's a world of stardom uh, former champion. Interesting. Okay. Yes, I do know that she is a stardom superstar uh, debut. I think they were showing the tail of the tape before this match. Uh, debuted in WCW what? at the age of seventeen, and she's forty-one now. Yeah, wow. so she is a forty-one. I mean, yeah, she is uh, one of the most legendary wrestlers, male or female, in Japan. So her coming to really, WWE is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is going to be a, a a big deal in WWE, even if it's not for too long. But as is Kaylee Ray, she is. Um, yeah, she held that belt for five. Been she's been holding that for five hundred fifty-one days, apparently. Yeah, Jesus. So, um, she, she's going to be something that eventually she will make it to the to normal NXT and or the main roster, potentially straight from here. So it, she's got it. Yeah. We're talking production value here. I love how NXT across the board does the little like uh, video game loading screen here for the title. Yeah. I love it, dude. Implies there's a little bit of class too, you know, yes. to a championship fight. Yeah. That's old school thinking, but call me that. Well, I think especially on the uh, the UK one's a bit different as they're both like facing the camera rather than facing each other. I think that's yeah. a very UK thing. So it's dope. I love it. I don't really know much about Kaylee Ray, honestly. I think I watched her what May Young Classic. Yeah, I, I watched. I saw my fair share of progress in college before it just became a. Yeah, a nonce chamber. Yeah, nonce um, chamber. We'll call well, that. It always was. We just didn't know. Um, Glad I didn't watch uh, progress a lot. Yeah, so I did see my fair share of her there. Um, I know she's had matches against Tony Storm. I, I know that she's very good. So, um, yeah. I just heard from a stooge in the production truck that we might be able to land Jay Malachi next week. So, oh, what the? It's a big, big development. We'll have to You're reach in, out in, to the to the newest signee. Come come the end of the show, I might have another big announcement here. But oh, we'll touch on that. We'll leave that to the end, end of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stick around to the end, people. Nice little test of strength at the start. Oh, and Miko's just like, give me that. Mm -hmm. I think I was under the impression Mako? that uh, Mako. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Sorry for I mean, being ignorant, everybody. I don't know. I think I was saying it too, so. Um, but. 
But Mako is, I, I was under the impression that she was going to be like the lead trainer at the uh, NXT Japan that's going to come out uh, soon. But I, I think she's like, let me fucking um, wrestle, dude. But she does. She also wrestled in progress a number of times. Um, so Have they faced that's off before? She, um, I'm not sure. Cagematch.net. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, we love Cagematch. Um, but uh, I will look that up. But I, I, yeah, she has experience in the UK, which is probably why they sent her there rather than straight to Florida. But I would not be surprised if we did eventually see her. Like on like Kayla Ray, either on NXT or the main roster or both. Yeah. I think it would be nice for her to maybe not get a huge run on the main roster, but maybe, you know, a, a WrestleMania match. She deserves a WrestleMania match for Oh her yeah. For what so. she's contributed to the world of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I think on my twenty twenty one list is to watch a little bit more Joshi. I just don't know anything about it. Yeah, you know, it's such, I don't either. No pun honestly. intended. It's such a foreign concept to me. I yeah, uh, I, I should definitely watch more. It's uh, it's a thing of dude. Like, we might know, have to hit Dino back up for some Joshi stuff. <laughs> yes, we might. We might. Also, hey Dino, how you doing? <laughs> the thing is, um, you know, it's just another thing to to pay for, and I don't I don't have unlimited money, so uh, me neither. It's got to be some stuff on YouTube though. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure we can find some stuff. Man, I had to cancel my New Japan account. I was pissed. <laughs> I'm I'm hard to actually need to go. I need to go watch Castle Attack because my man El Desperado got that uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship for the first time. Oh, and that makes me incredibly happy. And Peter he's Robert? going to face Kota Ibushi for uh, the newly minted IWGP World, IWGP, uh, World Heavyweight Championship. I don't like that they did that, but that's another conversation. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't mind it because I, I think get it'll it. Put more, it'll put more uh, emphasis on the never open weight title, which I think is always like the US such a great title, concept right? that they've never been properly utilized. But yeah. Anyways, we're not focusing enough on the match that we're watching here. There's a lot of good which, wrestling, and this is a, which Mako is Jesus beating the shit out of Kaylee Ray. Who's the, oh into the STF. Oh. I think that stands for snare trap, snare trap face lock. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like heard um, his Jungle Boy's finisher is called the the snare trap, isn't it? It is, but I think it's called that because he's Jungle Boy and it is trapped. Fair. But I think it's something. Who knows? Something toehold face lock. Uh, I'm not sure. Either way, Mako's still kicking the shit out of Kaylee Ray right now. Ow, the thigh. I think you asked me if um, if Mako and Kaylee Ray had faced each other before. Yes, I did. And they had. Oh. In EVE, which is a women's wrestling promotion in the UK, they had faced each other in 2018. So it's been three years. Yes. Which in wrestling just, time is like 10, there. so... That sounded a little weird to you guys back home. Don't worry about it. Had a little bit of mic issues, but we're fixed now. Oh, the oh. Kochi clutch. Let's go. I love this. I love this. Submission. It's one of my favorite moves. <clears throat> Easily. There's so many like subs that I would like to see like someone attempt an actual like amazing. Like theoretically, that Ooh. could do some damage. A Kochi I mean, clutch. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would be tough to get into that spot, but like... If you got him. If you got the creativity. There were some fun uh, compilation videos on YouTube of people doing like wrestling moves or, or things that are close to wrestling moves in MMA fights. It's I saw the walls. Very interesting, actually. The walls of Jericho one. Yeah, that's actually worked as a... Uh, a Boston submission. crowd. Yeah. Which is kind of silly because it's only pain. Like, it's not going to, unless you have damaged ribs, it's probably not going to actually. Or your back. Yeah. Those compilations are money. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That was a thud right there. She doesn't, she does not, doesn't look like she's wearing kick pads either. Kaylee? Yeah. I think she just boots. Oh, slap. So I, I don't know much about the build uh, for this match because I, as we've said, I do not watch uh, NXT UK. But I, if yeah. I were, from what I've seen, I believe it was a case of Kaylee being like, I've beaten everyone. There's no one left for me. Um, I'm so dominant. No one wants to face me, that kind of thing. And then yeah. Mako, they did some vignettes and then she showed up. And now we're here. Was this her first match in NXT UK? Um, let me check. I wonder. No, she had a like a little quick uh, squash. I mean, she doesn't need. <laughs> oh, face first. I was gonna say she doesn't really need an introduction. Yeah, no. Everyone is familiar with her. Who watches wrestling? Yeah. Then no matter what wrestling you watch, because yeah. she's been everywhere. Oh, draping DDT. On the floor. Knock it off, Kaylee. Come on. Referee's not British enough for me. No. Oi, what's all this then? I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Get back in the fucking ring. Get back in the fucking ring. By order of the baby fucking show, blinders. If there's one show that should be rated M for mature, I don't know how they work for TV ratings. Yeah. On, uh, TV, on TV WWE Network, it should be NXT UK. Oh, Just yeah. Just because you can't, have Brits, you can't have Brits without cursing that's just not natural i mean but remember the c word in britain gets thrown around like it's nobody's yeah, business I, exactly i that's a that's good what thing. you want <laughs> for me yes i don't care so well, it should be natural <laughs> <clears throat> it's a very spicy word maybe too spicy for this podcast but i i wouldn't say it here yeah no um, oh death valley driver oh on the apron Ow. Let's take another look if we can now. Just watch the impact. Oh. Could be the end of the match. We've talked before, but this uh, this commentator, I love this commentator. With yeah, the play-by-play play guy. Long. Whose name I cannot remember, but I love him. Uh, yeah, he's great. I like him. I'll look that one up real quick. As, as yes. a fellow commentator, I got to do the justice. I wouldn't want yeah. anyone to be like, oh, I like that guy, but I don't know his name. I'd be like, ouch. 
Yeah, true. So let's look at it. Oof. Andy Shepard. Oh my gosh. Oh. Tell me you just saw that move. Yeah. Ow. Wow. That that does not look fun. No. She hit some freaking crazy moves. I'd be on the ground like that too if I were Kaylee. Yeah, my head would be freaking mush. Dust. Yeah. Be like a scene from the the boys on Amazon. I don't know if you watch. It's like <laughs> explosion. Great superhero anti show. I have, all of my friends have told me to watch it, and I you should I watch it, Taylor. That's inside uh inside look at my personal life if anyone suggests that i watch a show i never watch it <laughs> let's do the i watch like th i watch three shows pretty much so aw nxt and I smackdown watch, no i watch <laughs> more generically i watch wrestling at temptation island and resident alien that is all i watch No, I was going to say, it's pretty much just wrestling for me, so you're doing better than I am. It's the only shit I watch on TV nowadays. Yeah. Trying to deadlift. Yeah, dead weight. Wow. Good job, Andy. Great name, by the way. Oh! Jeez. NXT UK just loves to hit. Tornado DDP, DDT, not DDP. <laughs> a little Freudian slip on the podcast. <laughs> Ever hurt anybody? Oh, another Koji clutch. Is that her finisher? It seems to be. Yeah. Hell yeah. At least part of it. <laughs> we seem to forget. Wasn't Kaylee Ray in the women's war games match last year? Huh? Wasn't Kaylee Ray in the women's war games match? Match yes, she was. You're right. And then the pandemic fucked up her coming to normal NXT. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You're right. She was in the fucking War Games match with uh, Rhea yeah. and. Uh... Yeah. Oh, that's when Rhea pinned Shayna. That was nice. Yeah. Simpler times. <laughs> Nigel rules on commentary. Always has. Yeah. He's he's one of the best in the business. I miss him sure. on NXT, but dude, Wade is filling those <laughs> shoes. Wade is, Wade is amazing as well. I'm trapped in this box in Dexter, Dexter Loomis's basement. I love it. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah. He's having fun with it, dude. That's all you can ask. It's good to see him back. Yeah. Kaylee, what are you doing? Mako! Oh, jeez, that kick. Oh, oh, my gosh, that kick. Pele kick! Let's go! Mako, come on! Dead Valley Driver! Oh! That was wow. a great call. That's a great two count. That was a great call, too. This is it! That's awesome. Yeah. Also, because think about how, like, monumental... Mako winning? For, yeah. For Mako to end the 550-day reign. In her second match in NXT yeah. UK. 
Ow. I like that the slap interrupted his train of thought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It would interrupt mine too. Me too. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Ow. The sound. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. This is this is ruled so far. Yeah. Not really a slow They're, point at all. Yeah, they are uh, beating each other up hard. Super kick. Backslide? No. Ooh. Hey, I haven't seen that in a long time. Fuck yeah. A gory bomb? Let's go. Ooh. I don't know the finish to this, so. Yeah, I, bro, I don't, I don't know. Only uh, that only genuine surprise reaction bomb. here. Yeah. Uh, the only person I know who does a gory bomb is uh, Shingo. Not Hernandez. No. No, Hernandez. Hernandez at the razor's edge, and he called it something else. I forget. Uh, the border toss. The border toss, of course. How could I forget? Granted, it's, that's a great move. Wait, it is fantastic. Yeah. Too bad Hernandez isn't fantastic. Anyways, <laughs> you ruined yeah, part he's been, of the TNA he's for been me. friends with uh, Enzo and Cass lately. Great. <laughs> you didn't see that clip? Oh, no, I did. That's why <laughs> okay. I said great. <laughs> that led to what me is it, 2017? And, yeah, that led to me bullying an anti-masker on Twitter. So I saw I'm that. Good. Seemed like you had everyone on your side there, too, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't imagine not being on my side on that one. So Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I live this in Nashville. Holy fuck. <laughs> like, look, at, look at how she's like climbed the rope, like selling the leg the entire way up. That's oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, great work Jeez, right there. Freaking bullet swanton. That's like amazing looking. She kind of landed on her neck almost. Oh, the scorpion kick. Caught. Oh, did she catch it? Give me that. Dude, when she... <laughs> Another one. Here we go. Oh, oh. let's go. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Let's Dude, go. When she that swanton bomb, I thought she was all landing on her head. Me too. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, another Pele. Damn. Hey, no offense, Andy, but I don't think Mako Satomura's 25-year dream was to be NXT UK Women's Champion. But anyways. Yeah. That would have been a WWE finish. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that transition. Oh, damn. I love it. Roll her over. Cover. Wow. 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 I, actually, I thought that's when they were doing it. But they clearly, and the, the rocket is well and truly strapped to Kaylee Ray. And I ain't got a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. Taylor, 
You know, you know, I say this every time there's a hell of a match that we watch. Color me sports entertained. Uh, I am. I am very sports entertained by that. Wow, that was a great. I mean, and you and me both, you know, don't have a lot of experience with these two wrestlers in terms of like what they're all about. Sorry, I lost my mm-hmm. mic. It just flang, it flung backwards. I had to catch it. Um, but that being said, great fucking match. Yeah, I skipped to the post match here, and there was, you know, oh, I did. There was Oops. a lot of re- there was a lot of respect shown uh, between um, Kaylee and, and Kaylee Ray. So that's that's good. Um, it's because I thought that like Kaylee was kind of like a shit heel, but um, I guess uh, not. Guess uh, hey, good to see. Yeah, man, that was a hell of a um, match. I, I liked. I, yeah, I, I like, love. You know me. I, I think we watched. I think I said it when we watched a couple of matches. I love the kind of Japan esque finish of you know hitting your finisher. Opponent kicks out, and you're like, "Yo, fuck you! I'm gonna hit it again." And then that being the end, <laughs> yeah. I, I will never not mark out for that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love that um, that she used the power bomb to get into that because I've always yeah. the gory special is one of those moves or the gory bomb. Is one of those moves where, where you, the setup is really doesn't awkward. look real, um, and the way she set it up that way makes it look a lot better. Um, I mean, and this is a match where a gory a gory bomb and a death valley driver are the finishers. That fucking yeah. rules. Well, that feels a bit classic. There, feels so a little we, bit we classic. Like yeah, I was gonna say it seems to be the theme of this week's episode. Everything has a little bit of a classic feel to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. Good stuff. That was your recommendation. Thank your you recommendation. for recommending uh, recommending yeah. that to us. That was awesome. Yeah, you are welcome. Um, I enjoyed it. So, hell yeah. Hope the people at home enjoyed it too. But Taylor, it is that time of the show. Tell the people what you got going on. Well, what I got going on, and I said this during the match, Ooh. but big news just coming in right now from management in ECCW. We will be unveiling. Another roster member on Sunday. <gasps> so I'm not, not going to say who it is. I'm not going to say who it is. I can't, but, can't spoil it. But keep your eyes peeled to ECCW social media, which is at X Elite Combat X on Sunday uh, for that big announcement. You can also follow me. Uh, at ECCWGM. That was where I made <laughs> me. I made the exclusive announcement of Jay Malachi signing. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him on the podcast very soon as well. Yeah, um, rumor and innuendo has it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, as usual, for the more unfiltered content, you can follow me at Tay Redacted. Oh, hell yeah. And as always, you want to find me if you don't live in Nashville and see me shaking my ass on the party bikes. Because um, <laughs> I guess that's what I do now. Oh um, I don't think anyone needs that. Hey, man, don't knock it till you try it. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to follow me. Yeah. If you want to follow me and all my happenings, uh, you can find me at Vendelis Tweets. And we got a lot of good stuff coming on. Uh, we're going to try to get Jay Malachi. I, I already ch- uh, shot the shit about what kind of matches we want to see next with Taylor. And maybe an- we got another women's one lined up down the road as well mm-hmm. and hopefully less scarring uh memories from tna because those past two weeks oh boy um but uh either way we got a hell of a lot of wrestling coming up we'll be talking about revolution we'll be talking about the uh wednesday night mini takeover from nxt 
But thank you guys so much for listening to episode 13, Mako Satomura and Kaylee Ray for the NXT UK Women's Championship. What a match. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at Review. We're putting more shit up there as the day goes on and as the weeks go by. We're going to try to be a little more active on that account, try to post some clips of either Taylor and I shooting the shit, Dino doing his Paul Heyman impression. That's definitely going on the ECCW YouTube channel as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. But for Taylor Yates, for the Stooges in the production truck, and everyone at ECCW, I am Andrew Vandellis saying goodbye and good night. Back.